This week on the Fake Outrage Report, douchey dickheads, vacuous vaginas, costume controversy, and why you should spank your kids. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Fake Outrage Report, the show where if you disagree with us, you can go fuck yourself. My name is Phil Causey, and I am here with the better dressed and better educated half of the show, Mr. Sandeep Sen. How's it going this week, Sandeep? It's going well. I, I like how you called me better dressed when uh, I'm literally in sweatpants and uh, ask me about my ninja uh, disguise t-shirt. You know, but usually you are better dressed than me, though. This is probably the only time where you're not in like perfectly shined shoes and khakis. This yeah. is probably the only time I think I've seen you dressed down ever. A lot of times <laughs> I'm, I'm coming from work or going to work or... Somewhere around. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming from work right now, actually. You ever have one of those days at work where you just want to fucking leave, but like every time you try to leave, something comes up and you have to just stay another five minutes and another five minutes? Yes, I'm very familiar with that. That was like the last hour of my fucking shift today. Uh, it was awful. Like, I'm totally worn the fuck out right now. That's why I told all of our listeners to go fuck themselves three seconds into our show today. Well, nothing like the fake hours report to revive, to, to youthify you. Yes. To- Turn back the clock. Exactly. So how was your week? Anything fun happen? I performed on the Naked Show. Yes. That was on, uh, that was on Friday. Shout out to both Allison and Caitlin, who've been on the uh, show before. That's right. Allison Clemp hosted, so she... Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't nervous at all, because, you know, she, like, opens the show naked. I was, like, the third or fourth one. Now, do they still do the thing on the show where they make you take your clothes off, like, in a line? They, like, yeah, line all you together. up and everyone strips? We went, yeah, all <laughs> the show started, they played music, and we all took our clothes off together. And that was that also made it just because you're just naked with everyone else. I know yeah. everyone's checking out the chicks too. So it doesn't matter. Are you that naked, I'm naked backstage, by the way? Yeah, we were naked. You're backstage. all just hanging out naked. How does that? It was. I you you just got used to it. It was pretty cool. It was a cool experience. Okay. I, I I like I wore boxers half the time, but you know, part of the time I was just all, with the boxers off. After like right before my time and right after my time. See, the thing is, I would totally do that show and I I openly want to do the show. But like, I'm always afraid that like, uh, I'm not going to be like half chubbed because I want to be like half chubbed on stage to where I can be like, yeah, this is what I look like. Totally soft, even though like I'm not, you know, there's that like in between boner stage. Yeah. I feel like if they, if they knew that you were doing that though, it it would be even worse. Well, no, I'm not going to like go on stage and like rub one out. But like, I'm saying like, I just want like a light fluffing before I go out. I did feel like I my <laughs> my peen was was smaller than it normally is really on stage and I'm like well this is a bad time for this I don't <laughs> normally I'm not normally conscious of of what my what the, what my flaccid penis looks like but I was I was paying attention this time was it cold in there was it like air conditioned or no I just think like when I'm when I'm on stage I'm just it's like the least it's the least erotic time of my day. <laughs> I'm you, really, I'm really focused on the comedy. You mean you don't get off on performing comedy? I love for huh? performing comedy. Huh? But, uh, yeah. All right. It was, it was really ballsy for me to do. All right. And had, is anybody there worth seeing naked? By the way. Yeah. I mean, all the girls are are worth seeing naked. There we go. Uh, actually, the the guys look. I was pretty much the worst. I was pretty much the worst uh, addition to this naked show. I felt bad. I felt bad for the audience, but they have the jokes on them. But I was, but I had a great time. Some of the audience was naked. It was, uh, it was super fun. Awesome. Mainly because I had a good set. If I had a bad set, it would have been just been terrible. There we go. So let's take a minute to meet our guest, uh, Caitlin Rupert. How are you doing today? Hi. And you're fully good. clothed right now. I am, and I'm not the Caitlin that was on the Naked Show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Caitlin said- Bailey founded it, or at least brought it from another city, or right. fucking somehow. I don't know the story behind. I'm starting it, but- to feel like I should just go by Rupert. You know, like the bear. Maybe you should have like a stage name. Well, I mean, my last name is fairly unique. It's just the first name that's every other bitch. Well, what's your middle initial? Uh, M. So C.M. Rupert. C.M. Rupert. Sounds like an author name. Yeah, it does. Like if you're going to write a book, what would you write a book about? Uh, probably children, because it's what I know. Okay. <laughs> I am a nanny, so. Oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, what do you like dream yeah. of being a kindergarten teacher, some N- shit? Or? No, it's just... <laughs> It's, I, just, it's my profession, you know. Yeah, see, and God bless you, by the way. That's the Lord's work because I used to work at a kid's camp uh, like 10 years ago when I was like in college during the summers, and I still have fucking nightmares about that job. Like, because here's the like, thing, you're a nanny for a family. I had to control like full groups of kids by the dozen, like other people's yeah, asshole children. I've done that job too. Yeah. I was a ca- camp counselor. I like I like any kid that I'm allowed to yell at. If I'm not allowed to yell at a kid, yeah. I, don't, I don't like them anymore. Like other people's kids, uh, like at restaurants and stuff. 
I'm not a fan of them. And I have the, <laughs> and I a lot of times have the urge to yell at other people's kids. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I wish that like, you know how you're not supposed to beat your kids. I wish there was a rule where somebody else could do it for you. Cause I would volunteer for that position. Yeah. I got in a huge argument actually with, um, uh, Luis Gomez on, on Facebook over that situation because I was beating someone else's kid. No, he said anybody who is willing to defend spanking can, should come on my podcast and do it. And I was like, hey, man, if somebody wants to spank their kid, that's their business. And then he essentially called me a monster. Did you come on his podcast, Len? No, that motherfucker. What a dick. He made you. He, he made you then not we come on this, his podcast. We had this like argument that lasted an entire day. And I haven't run into him yet, but I'm going to be like, hey, man. What, what the fuck? <laughs> Can we talk about spanking, please? Can we like, please talk about spanking? <laughs> strange way to start a conversation. And you run a show uptown. I do. Called yes. Comedy Karaoke. Comic Karaoke. Yep. Okay. It's the first. Comic Karaoke. It's okay. the first Tuesday of every month at Nabe, which is uh, on 126th and Frank Frederick Douglass, I think, if I'm getting it right. Oh, so shit. By the time this episode comes out, it's. Uh, will have missed this run. So right. So for the, for the June one, yeah, whatever the June. first Tuesday in June is, I'm sure go it's going to be a good uptown. lineup. I haven't made it yet, but, uh, yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. I used do to you sell tickets for shows. this. Do people buy tickets to come see? No, it's, it's free for now. I just feel like it's, it's just starting out. So I don't want people to feel like they have to pay for it. Just come and drink and have fun. Yeah. Is it weird that if I had the choice between doing that show or the naked show, I'd probably rather do the naked show because I'm more confident what I look like naked than I am my singing ability. Well, yeah, that- no, I, I agree. I agree with that assessment of yourself. <laughs> Thank you. You I are think. better looking naked probably than, uh, than you're singing. It feels pretty jacked, so... <laughs> But that's the fun part. It's like people feel very uh, exposed when they're doing karaoke, so the audience feels like they're right there with you. Well, you know what else it is, too, is that like whenever I do karaoke, I'm usually drunk, of course, because yeah. why would you be sober and do that? And I always try to go for some song that's like way out of my league. Like I tried to do a Foo Fighters song one time, and I found out my throat does not do the thing that Dave Grohl can do. <laughs> and then I t- also this other time I tried to do a Chef from South Park song. Turns out I don't have that old black soulful like... I, I can yeah, see that voice. not happening, yeah. So it was an embarrassment both times. I do like the idea of hiring someone to beat your kids. You know, that you take a class, you get certified. <laughs> We're back to this. <laughs> so you don't... I like how that's what you took away from the conversation. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that'll be a great job because then you can like, you know how to like, <laughs> you, you learn how to make sure you don't go take it too far. You don't give them psychological trauma, but uh, you negatively reinforce the, or you know, extinguish the behavior. Yeah, so he's not afraid of you. He's afraid of you taking him to like the, you know... Yeah, that guy gets all the, you know, the kid's afraid of that guy, but you as a well, parent can still Well, that's the essential, be. you better you better wait until your father comes home. Right. But people do that with me. I'm not, I'm obviously not allowed to professionally beat the children or spank them. You but, just do it on the download. But I have had parents. <laughs> you know where the cameras are in the house. And then I do it when nobody's watching. No. Are, your, are the kids allowed. you nanny for? Like their parents are rich, right? Probably. Yeah. Are they old enough where they're starting to like it a little bit? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. The spanking. <laughs> that got a little weird. <laughs> I told you I'm not allowed to spank them. But the thing is, I, I feel like I'm better at, at finding ways around spanking. And I kind of have this empathy towards parents because it's not their profession and they've only been doing it for how old that kid is. And so if they get if <laughs> they get like, super mad at the kid and they like spank him on the butt, I'm like, I don't know what that's like not knowing how to control a kid because I'm really good at it. So and I don't think it's the thing is people will quote studies and this is what the conversation went to. Um, people will quote studies that aren't accurate. I, I have a degree in political science. Like I know how to read statistics and you can't. You can't do statistics on that stuff because what are you going to do? You're going to say, hey, uh, did you get spanked as a kid? Yes. Do you feel uh, that it traumatized you? Yup. Okay. That's statistics. There's statistics, right? No. Like these kids better quiet down or there's a 70% chance of them me spanking their bare ass. Yeah. Right. Bring numbers <laughs> into it. So you, you degree in poli sci. I didn't know that. I do. That's fucking yeah. I read a lot of poli sci in my, in my adult life, though. Yeah. I'm only. It's something you know, that everybody yeah. wants to think they know a little bit about. And they, for the most part, they don't. <laughs> and they yeah. get very frustrated when I have conversations with them about politics. Uh, I can probably hang, but I don't think I could, like, I definitely am not on your level. I would never. Well, that's interesting. What do you think, what's the main thing that you run into when you're trying to explain something to a, a novice that 
uh, probably stuff like like that like that statistics aren't always accurate they go no this study is though and i'm like yeah but you what do they control for well i don't know mm-hmm. well what was the the p-value i i don't know oh, like that, no you don't yeah. know exactly i failed statistics twice means. in college before i pa- fucking passed it i know what all those words mean anyway yeah. let's get into some outrage shall we outrage all right uh so i think we're gonna start with Sort of some uh, Halloween April action, I think, right? Okay, Sunday? well, oh, we'll do this story. Uh, um, Amazon found itself the target of outrage for selling a costume made by the costume company uh, or the company Costume Agent. Now, the costume is a unisex skin tight onesie. The design is a wall, so the the, out, the outfit looks like a wall, like a brick wall sort of thing. Yeah, and okay. on the chest, it's it's white and black though, so it's like white with the like the mortar is black. So it's like, okay. it looks like bricks. And the, on the right. chest is written, Mexico will pay. Uh, of course it's that, white. Right. <laughs> of course. Of course the costume is white. Yeah. And it's, uh, you can only buy it if you're white, too. They don't, they don't ship it. <laughs> yeah. Prime knows. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 get, you get Prime if you're white. If you're black, you have to yeah. pay the full. You have to wait a week. <laughs> yeah, the full standard shipping. Right. Or Mexican or whatever. But uh, so a man named Geronimo Saldana started an online petition that demands um, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos take down the costume. And the petition states the costume advertised on Amazon's website promotes this this despicable xenophobia and is nothing more than a modernized version of a KKK robe. We demand Amazon immediately <laughs> remove it and all other racist merchandise from his site. Uh, so yeah, that was the outrage. Uh, okay, it's still so- available though for twenty nine ninety five. I was just checking. <laughs> that outrage worked. Um. Wow. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, first of all, he said that it, it's a modernized clan outfit. I mean, okay, if people bought 30 of them, yeah, and, and they started marking merchant down the street, sure, uh, it's time to get concerned. But my question is, what's the context of this? Like, why would someone buy this costume? Like, I assume it's a Halloween thing. It's for this year for Halloween, maybe? I mean, why else would you own any costume? It's it's clearly a costume. It's not something you would wear. I don't. I don't imagine some hate group would just walk down in 30 of these it's a it's a ridiculous looking thing it's a onesie it's spandex so like it looks it, lo- it yeah. looks dumb i also don't, i also don't think you can really compare the two nobody nobody saw somebody in a clan outfit in the hood and went haha oh that's clever this is this is supposed to admit the oh that's clever it's not very clever but yeah it's not yeah this this looks um cheap and uh, so what's costumey. The, so what's the purpose? Is it is it just an early Halloween thing? Because I mean, why else would you buy a onesie? I mean, unless your family was like really into our current president and you got matching ones to like maybe it's just moderately racist pajamas for oh, for adults. Yeah, I don't. You know, they do that in England. They have those like super kid like uh, onesies that they wear, and and like. Adults will wear them with like uh, like cat ears and stuff, a hood with cat ears, and it's really weird. I, I was very uh, freaked out by it when I lived in uh, Australia. I was not just saying, but Australia too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another good question. Does this costume come in kids sizes? Uh, it comes in teen and adult. Okay, so you can't dress. So it's not a Halloween costume, because if fucking uh, little kids can. I mean, mostly it's little kids yeah, who trick or treat, right? Wear it's a costume. It, I mean, I think it doesn't. You don't have to wear it on Halloween, but any to any sort of costume. I feel like you're sticking on the why is this created more than the is it actually that offensive? Well, okay. Next question then would be if the purpose is not Halloween, then I guess the only other purpose would be to go to a, a rally. Uh, for Republicans, right? I, I assume. Oh. I don't really know. I'm still stuck on what the hell somebody buy this for. I think it's multi-purpose. I think you could bust out Halloween. You could also go to a Republican rally. You okay. can. Uh, I don't know. You, if you're if you're satirizing the the viewpoint, Republicans do seem why. to love their their sayings and their slogans and having them all over themselves. You know, hats, buttons, shirts. Uh, it's got it has 275 ratings. Uh, the average customer view is 3.9 out of five stars. Oh wow! So it's not actually just cheaply made then. Yeah, it's very this this uh, <laughs> much like our politics. This uh, out costume is very polarizing. 69% give it five stars, and okay. 29% gave it one star. Oh wow! Okay. Is yeah. anybody rating it actually? Somebody who has purchased it though. <laughs> Or oh yeah, they, what are the verified purchases on here? We're I feel like it's probably just deep. people giving their opinions on things because people love that shit. Yeah, people love to just rate things they know nothing about. I noticed that. 
Yeah, I mean, the first verified purchase that comes up is, uh, besides having the largest carbon footprint I can, I also enjoy triggering microaggressions. <laughs> I've definitely added this to my cart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, you know what? One of the purposes is trolling. It's a trolling costume. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it's like... And here, here's the thing. Uh, one of the first stories we ever covered on the Fake Outrage Report, like, all, over a year ago, there was a guy that had a license plate that said, F Muslims. <laughs> I remember that story. Which, look, it's a douchey thing to do. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't waste your energy hating anybody because they're a different color than you. That's fucking stupid. But you're allowed to be a hateful asshole. Yes, you, you know, are. I feel like this goes under free speech. I really do. Well, I think a license is issued by the government, so it goes under free. Spe- it goes under free speech, meaning you might have to allow. Yeah, people to. And do oh, by it. the way, they did take that guy's plate away months later. But like the thing is, I feel like you should have a right to be a hateful asshole. Like if you are that into building a fucking wall, and you are so hardcore that you're gonna get your teen and everyone and fucking buying costumes that say Mexico is gonna pay. Like, you should be allowed. But then I mean, it goes back the other way, where if you're yeah. allowed to be a hateful asshole, then everybody's allowed to judge you for being a hateful asshole. And yeah, of course. And then it's just this big old bitch fest. Well, no, the way you counter someone's free expression and free speech is with your own free expression and free speech. Well, a, a lot of people point to that and blame that for the rise of Trump in the first place. Like, the unique snowflakes are the reason that now mm-hmm. everybody just wants to be able to be open and proud of their hatred. And I don't I don't know if I agree with it, but I think it probably did factor in. What do you mean by the term unique snowflake? Because I've I've heard this term. Well, and you it, was, know, it the, came the up over sensitivity. What this show is about. People that get mad over really weird shit. Well I, I actually just wrote a joke about it um because the I, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm 32. And I feel like my generation was this generation of just going, eh, okay. And the newer generation, the millennials are kind which they count me as a millennial, but I don't think I am. Um, the newer generation is kind of, they delve into things. They pay attention to things. They care about things. They, But I think the unique snowflake is also in reference to, they care about things because they think their opinion matters. Because they were, they were taught, they, everybody gets a trophy. They were taught that like they're wonderful and unique. And I kind of have mm-hmm. a opposite approach to raising children. So I kind of feel like I, I almost, not that I agree with That's Trump right, you're supporters. You're pro-spanking. I'm pro-spanking, so there's that. <laughs> we're back there. But I'm also pro, don't tell a kid they're the most unique and special thing in the world. At some point say, no, you know what? You've got to understand that there are other people in the world and they're going to be better at things than you. Like, is the term unique snowflake, is it a derisive term by like yes. non-millennials, for millennials or it's is it a, what they yes. call themselves? It's a, a SJW. Oh, it's, a it's, it's, okay. a derogatory. Like it. it's almost synonymous with SJW. It's a fucking derogatory. What's SJW? Social justice warrior. Okay. Somebody who, it's like, oh, you think you're fucking tough because of your opinion, but doesn't matter, which is exactly what you just right. got at there. I like that <sighs> it's redundant too, unique snowflake, since all snowflakes <laughs> are u- unique. I don't oh. know if that was part of the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Anyway, back to the costume situation. Um, do I think Amazon should take it down? That's up to them. They're a business, and that's their um, right to either sell it or not sell it. Uh, the position it, has 716 signatures. That's it? Could take, yeah. Wow. You'd think this would have, like, you know, this would be, like, on change.org or, like, a lot of the other ones. And What I like is the guy who made this petition, he also um, marketed these hats called Make America Mexico Again. Which I thought was pretty funny. Well, his last name is clearly some type of Spanish sounding. What was his last name again? Saldana. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely not a white guy. Yeah, he's kind of not an a, activist. Uh, or, yeah. No. And you can still buy it for twenty nine ninety five, Or you can sign the 717th <laughs> signature. Uh, or you could do both, like people are doing with, uh, what's that yeah, guy's jersey, bets. like the Colin Kaepernick? Maybe you can buy these fucking costumes just to burn one and put it on YouTube and feel good about yourself. Because that, that's what, sort of what you were talking about with all the snowflakes and the millennial generation. A lot of people, when they get outraged about shit, they're ju- not really that mad. They're just like, well, if I say that I'm mad about this, you know, people think I'm morally superior. And, you know, it's the virtue signaling bullshit right. that happens. And I feel like, like that man, Mr. Saldana, probably is pissed off about this. But I feel like a lot of other people that are going to be joining this outrage are, uh, they're just trying to look cool 
and well, from their Mexican fa- friends. If all the, the false, I'm going to be outraged yeah. about this, but I'm not actually going to do anything. I love it when... Well, that's what the show is about, is yeah. trying to figure out what things are kind of worth wasting your time on. Exactly. I, uh... I run a soup kitchen on the on the weekends and anytime any young person will post about homelessness on Facebook, I immediately tell them the soup kitchen that they can come volunteer at. <laughs> yes. And it has never once worked. Nobody does it. <laughs> no, because that takes it's much easier to rail against homelessness by uh putting it on Facebook. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well and that's my issue with a lot of what's been happening lately is that people are screaming this shit on Facebook to a bunch of people who fucking already agree with them. Like I don't believe in hashtag activism at all. I think it's fucking bullshit. And that's that's what that is. It's hashtag activism. Somebody saying like, I'm fucking awesome because I acknowledge this problem exists without yeah. getting out of their fucking chair. Right. And it, I, I agree with you, Caitlin, about the ignorance, too. I, I visit a lot of homeless shelters um, just as part of part of my job where I have to where I treat severely mentally ill in the community. And there is room at homeless shelters and they're not bad places. They're they they have shelters and they're 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 like guarded by people. There are staff there. It's not a it's not a cesspool and it's not that shitty. It's not I mean it ain't the four seasons, but <laughs> people who are homeless do are deliberately sleeping on the street. There is help for them. They don't want it though, because you have to follow rules if you're in a shelter. Yeah. You have yeah, there's shit spots. and things like that. So Sandeep, the wall costume. Fake yeah, outrage. I'll go uh, fake outrage. You're going okay, fake so, outrage? Okay. Yeah, yeah, fake outrage. Look, the the I here's the thing is that you can be outraged at a at a politician's um, position. And yeah. I think the, that, that we're building a wall in Mexico pay for it is a ridiculous thing. Yeah, you can be outraged at it, but it's a thing now. Like the, the guy won the presidency there. It's a, it's a view that's out there. So now the co- if you're, if you're mad at that, be mad at that. But then if you're going to make a, a silly costume about it, I mean, there, there's ramifications now that a political view is entrenched or is shared by many people. And, this is the wrong target. It's not It's not really about the costume. It's about, he's upset about the viewpoint. Yeah, the costume is a symptom of the larger umbrella issue. And that's sort of one of the things that I always encourage people to on this show is when you're mad at something, pick your battles and figure out what the bigger picture is and use your energy to fight the larger issue at hand. If you don't want to see a wall get built, your time is better spent going to, you know, your local politician or writing him a letter rather than going on the internet and giving a fucking piece of um, fucking polypropylene or whatever polyester a one-star review. Right. As a poli-sci, you know? which is a poli-sci type of bent here we have, you know, there, there are so the midterm poly. elections in 2018. There are swing districts all over the country. Yeah. Go campaign go, go, for your... Go there. Go, go whatever. Yeah, people. exactly. Donate money. Knock on doors. Yeah. So I'm going to agree with you on fake outrage. Uh... Are you with us in this one? Oh, we're allowed to vote on Yes. Yeah, we, we vote. I think, we do a I verdict. Think it is, I think it's fake outrage. Okay. I'm not buying it. I'm so not buying that. Costume. Moving along to something that got a lot more clicks on the internet than uh, the 700 that he has. Uh, this one is actually about a month or so old, but uh, we're not bound by the space-time continuum here at the Fake Outrage Report. All right, we just run fucking stories whenever we feel like it. Uh, there's an article in the New York Post, and of course, we've talked about the Post many times in this show before. We, we tend to... You know, we tend to shit on the tabloidy uh, publications fairly often. Although they did their job in getting a lot of people to click this article, so I'll give them credit at least that far. Dating, Sandeep. Yeah. We don't talk about that in this show very often, do we? No, we should talk more dating. No, I I don't think we necessarily should, but in this case, it's unavoidable. We're going to get into the fucking, the trenches now that is dating in New York City because of what this New York Post article brought to light. Uh, the, this article is titled why I won't date hot women anymore. And you can imagine a lot of people click this and got mad. So what it was, was they focused on a few different people throughout the city. They're all sort of on the more affluent end, if you will. They're the main guy in the article was this guy named Dan Rokind. And this guy is your stereotypical New York city douche. Okay, like there was a picture of him on there. He's like holding like a beer and he's wearing a light blue button up. By the way, for those of you who don't live in the city, light blue button ups is like the douchebag uniform. Is it not? Yes, it, uh, it is. Yeah, I if you see a guy at happy hour, accurate. he's a douche if he's wearing a fucking <laughs> light blue button up. And this guy is one. And so Time he's rid of all my light blue button ups. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Time to burn them. Yeah. And so this guy is 40 and the article talks about how this guy who is 40 He's super successful. He's like uh, in some, uh, he's a 
finance douche, basically. They're all finance douches. Yeah, exactly. Every light blue button up is. And it talks about how, like, he settled down with a woman who wasn't, like, a smoking hot perfect 10 model. And how, like, he found, like, this, you know, wonderful affirmation and how everyone should fucking congratulate this guy because of it. And that, needless to say, it pissed off basically every woman I know. Because this blew up on at least my news feed. I don't know if it made it to yours, but a lot of people were really upset about this article. What were they upset about? By the way, this I didn't understand this article. Because the woman yeah. he, he's with is, is gorgeous. <laughs> She's a very pretty woman. Well, no, I, I want to get to that, actually. So I don't gonna, understand what sacrifice this idiot is making. Well, here's the sacrifice. And this is a quote. This is fucking... Oh, there's so many choice cuts I have from this. And this is what he said. He goes... Yeah, she's a softer beauty, someone you can cuddle with. And then the very next line, he goes, she's 5'2", so she can't be a runway model. I don't understand. Like he's That's he, his sacrifice. Right. He's you don't so understand? stupid. No, like the, his, the whole premise is stupid because he's like, it's like he just discovered that um, like models in their 20s aren't that smart. It's like, no fucking shit. That's not, that's not their job. That's what I love about this article. It didn't cover any new ground, yet somehow it managed to what piss you, off so many people. What did you have? Dan Rothschild. So then he like, he dates someone who's like, who's like really pretty, but she has an education and she's like, she's an accomplished person. But she's only five two, Sandeep. You understand the oh, sacrifice okay, I, he okay. made? Yeah, yeah. It's also interesting. It seems like he's just discovered that women have personalities like that had never occurred to him before. And I guarantee even the models he dated probably actually had personalities, but he couldn't see past his own you know, reflection to see these women as people. He's like, yes, I'm dating this woman because she's a model. Oh, I don't know what she's into or anything like that. Yeah, she's from like Latvia or some shit, one of those fucking countries. She speaks like five languages, I guess. Yeah, I don't understand any of those languages because English isn't one of them, but like, dude, it's totally, yeah, she's hot, bro. Yeah, and it talks about how like he did it all through that in his like 20s and 30s. Oh, and by the way, near the end of the article, he said he does not regret his behavior. So... So he didn't learn anything. He just changed his thought on it. Yeah. Basically, we're reading about a guy who's 40 and settling for someone who's not like a model. And he supposedly is like a better man for it. And it's fucking, I don't know. This is pretty ridiculous to me. Why did it take him so? I don't understand. What did it take him so long to understand that if you're going to date like girls in their early 20s, they don't know shit, especially if they're not even like their, especially if their job is just to be a model. Not that you can't be smart as a model, but you're not. That's thing, not a, yeah, I don't think it there is either. There are young girls who there are young girls who are you know unattractive as well. I, I think I think it's the focus on looks that matters, not necessarily age. With him, he's just saying like, "Oh, now I'm dating an uggo." You know, give me a round of applause. Aren't this girl's I so not great? Uggo, she's not, oh, yeah, she's, she's not, not even uggo. She's like a strong eight approaching nine. She's very <laughs> yeah, good looking. And not to mention, she's 10 years younger than him. Right. He's not even not being superficial. Fuck you, man. I can't yeah. hate, I, fuck In you. his What's eyes, apparently, name? she's an uggo, though. Rot's kind. Yeah. This is such a stupid article. Well, he, he, he thinks that uh, she's beautiful in spite of the fact that she's only 5'2. She's only 5'2. That's <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, really. Do you think he would ask people, like, all the time how, how like, tall that if he did online dating i wonder if he even did online dating we're gonna get to the height thing in a minute um well no you know what? i don't think he did because guys who are from that sort of sphere i've noticed they don't really have to go that far out of their way because he oh, what the fuck was his job title oh he's an executive in private equity for mm-hmm. so he doesn't really have to go out of his way he probably went to a lot of these like events and shit where it literally was just like girls looking for rich guys i don't know stuff. i've seen i've seen finance dudes on okay cupid and shit what's their opening line usually Oh, it's, it's... Are they just like, huh? It's always something stupid, like, you look hungry. How about I take you to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> if I read you the shit that people send me on OkCupid, it's just... It's oh, ridiculous. I love I love that shit. I mean, I'll be honest with you. One of my friends from work, a female friend of mine, uh, she showed me all the messages these guys are sending her online, and I, in that moment, had never felt better about myself as a person. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, because the thing is, like, I don't know if I'm doing anything right. You know, I'm, I'm just a 30-year-old dude trying to figure it out. And sometimes, I don't know, you know, am I being weird? Am I being creepy? But then I saw this girl's messages, and I was like, oh, never mind. I've got a lot more social tact than these assholes. Yeah, I really like sometimes uh, before a mic or if I miss a mic, I'll sit there with all of the other male comics, and I'll let them respond to people on my OK Cupid. Yes. And the crazy thing is they'll say some really fucked up shit to these dudes, and the guys will keep going. They don't care. keep messaging me. They don't care. And, and like, I have one once. I, I think one of the comics was saying something about how I was into pedophilia or something. 
And the other guy was like, well, I mean, if it's what you're into, so do you want to hang out? And I'm like, really, man? Yeah. Well, the thing with that, I'll be honest with you, is uh, as a dude who's done online dating and no longer does it, that's really one of the reasons why I fucking quit is because the thing is the ratio of messages that you send out to responses you get is like beyond frustrating. If you're a guy, like you can send out hundreds of messages and get like three back. So you might've been the only woman to respond to that guy in like yeah, a month. Probably. And so they probably were just like, well, this is what I'm working with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's sad. I feel like the later to go back to the article, I thought the later, see later in the article, it, the, oh, it's oh, we can get to that part too. It's this talk is like, why won't you hot women anymore? Later, it talks about like um, successful and beautiful women who said they won't date hot men. But I felt yeah. like that was a lot more informative because it they were dating like accomplished men who were who were. Um, no, I'm going to shit attractive. on them just as hard. What? And so they said, I won't date like I'll date accomplishment, but I, they ha- they can't be like too attractive because they wind up being douchey. Well, no, I feel like that was a lot more. No, but see, that's the thing is that this woman, she said that she considers herself a nine or a ten. Uh, what's her name? Her name is Sonali Chitre. She's uh, yeah. on your team there. Yes, uh, right, Sandeep. Sonali. And she said she's done with gorgeous guys, and she's more interested in super baller men who have high-paying jobs. So in other words, that's just a woman admitting she's a gold digger and saying like, oh, um, I don't care if a guy's that good-looking um, as long as he makes a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah, but see, see she was saying, dating men who made shit ton of money and were attractive, and so she's like, I really don't want to date the attractive. I feel like that's more enlightening. Like, if a 22-year-old swimsuit <laughs> no, model still... doesn't meet your intellectual criteria, no fucking shit, dude. But no, like... the thing is, like, women in a lot of cases, they mostly fuck for status anyway. Right. You know what I mean? And so she's sacrificing the one thing that women usually sacrifice anyway. So who gives a fuck? Like, she's not better than him. She's just doing the female version of the douchey behavior that guy did. She's like, well, I'm getting older and I have to fucking, you know, let go of something. I guess I'll let go of the looks because I'm not letting go of the money. I think it's an <laughs> ego thing. Fuck though, that. When you okay. date a guy who's rich and attractive, their ego is just like fucking huge. They can't fit through the door with their head being so big. Well, we hang out on the comedy scene where there's a lot of guys who are unsuccessful and their egos are still huge. Exactly. Caitlin. So you can only imagine <laughs> if they actually yeah. have money. Exactly. I like my thing is I like dating guys who used to be fat but aren't anymore because they're still appreciative, you know? They got that oh. They got that fat guy mentality. See, I used to be scrawny, and now I'm not as scrawny. I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. Oh, so but you would be appreciative too then. Absolutely. Because you still kind of have that like, well, if you're willing to sleep with me, that's pretty Absolutely, great. man. There was another woman that they uh, looked at, this girl, Megan, 23-year-old from uh, Hoboken, and her sacrifice, Sandeep, and this is my favorite part, she's now willing to date guys who are below six feet tall. She's now willing to. Yeah, okay. she's oh, now wow. willing. So what? Can we get a round of applause for her? To yes. Fucking, uh, have sound what effects. a sacrifice she's making. She's just discovering that people below six foot are fucking people. Yeah, and they. Um, what an amazing it. woman. And by the way, just for the record, I'm 5'10", which is tall enough for most people. 5'10", online dating, that's like the bare minimum for most women. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that she said, that, oh, no, like it's okay that I'm dating a guy who's not six feet anymore. I've never understood the height obsession. Does that... Me does, fucking either, I guess dude. that would go along with looks. Oh, if you're tall, you're, you know... Dude, I... You know what? I have no clue. But it's the to, way of the universe. I mean, so I'm fucking, a tall woman. I'm 5'8", and at one point I was like, oh, I don't know if I'd want to date a guy shorter than me. Because that's, I don't know, it's just a societal thing. You're like, oh, well, in society, you don't, women mm-hmm. women who are taller tend to not date men who are shorter than them. But then I thought about it, and I used to date women, too, and I was always more attracted to short women. I don't know why. And I thought, well, if I'm willing to date a short woman, why wouldn't I be willing to date a short man? So then I just don't care anymore. You hear that, fellas? Yeah. Who are below 5'8"? Yeah. Well, you know, the thing that I notice about that is that women who are on the taller end, who are like 5'8", 5'10", what, what not, they're not as picky with the height thing. Where it's the women who are like 5'1", who are like, I only date guys who are 6'2 and higher. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> like, And by the way, like, there's a lot of women who online are vicious when it comes to the height thing. Like, They put on their profile, like, don't bother messaging me unless you're 6'1 or high. Don't fucking do it. Like, and they're in like, some of them are like even mean about it. Maybe it's like when, when, when guys buy a car to compensate for their small penis, maybe they're <laughs> compensating for being short by dating a, a large man. Yeah. Or they're abnormally, yeah. uh, vacuous vagina. Yeah. 
So Ooh, uh, vacuous vagina. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like something. Dropping some huge adjectives yeah. today. Got you get lost in going. a vacuous vagina. <laughs> yeah. What's the, I wonder what's the woman equivalent of having it? What if they if they feel like their vagina is too vacuous? <laughs> like how do they compensate? Oh, Kegels. What's their Lamborghini? What's their Lamborghini? Oh yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah, you're, you're saying the compensation. Like, Prada, yes. Yeah. Designer clothing and Prada, handbags. Tory Burch, so Kristen you, Louboutin shoes, absolutely. If you see a if you see a woman wearing Burberry, know that she probably has a vacuous vagina. <laughs> we just started that out. Uh, <laughs> that stereotype here on the Fake Outrage Report <laughs> today. You heard it here first. Hard hitting journalism. <laughs> That's right. Now let's uh, next time you run into someone Burberry Prada. Just be like, oh. oh my god, that'd be so amazing if that became like a thing. Got a huge badge, huh? If yeah. that if that became like a because th- you know how like when you see a guy driving like an expensive car, right? You're always like, what a what a little bitch. He's probably got a tiny dick. Like if right. imagine if like women started doing that to each other, saying like, oh look at that loose bitch in her Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> oh, it'd be so great. I'm way ahead of you. I already do it. Oh, you're the best. So back to the New York Post uh, article here. Here's a thing. Uh, these people are shitty people. All of them in the article. They're all <laughs> shit people. Everyone's shitty. They make... <laughs> these are the people the that people make... The people they shitty. stop dating were shitty. They're shitty. Everyone involved little... in this is shitty. And what it is really, this article, it was clickbait. It's clickbait to get people to look at a world that a lot of people don't have access to. Because these, these are like, for the most part, very successful people. And here's the thing. I have no problem with the behavior of any of these people. They're douchey. They're awful. But... You know what? If you're going to get mad at people for their choices and who they fuck and it doesn't involve you and you're not getting hurt, whatever. I don't care. Like, really, I I don't. And here's the thing. Like, I get worked up over dating. We all do. But I I had to really, really think critically about the outrage on this and realize that. I didn't didn't quite get what were people outraged at. Why would women be outraged? Mainly it was the dude. There was a fact that an average 40-year-old man was willing to drop his standards enough to date a woman who was only 5'2 and not a model. And a lot of women were just upset about the fact that this guy who, you know, male entitlement basically is what this is about. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, by the way, I, I'm with the ladies on, on right. that part of the outrage because this guy is clearly a douche, which I already stated. Everyone in this fucking article is a huge douche. I think he does deserve a big old fuck you. Yeah. But this, here's, it's so hard because the thing is, the jealousy and of this is real, but I feel like the outrage is fake. Even okay. though I, I'm with people on their outrage, I feel like this is, again, not a thing that's worth getting pissed it's, off about yeah, it doesn't involve you. There's no point in wasting any time. You shouldn't read this article. This it wasn't, yeah. wasn't worthy to read. Yeah. I you have an article you shouldn't It didn't be. cover new ground. We covered that already. I think the outrage shouldn't be at these people. It should be at the Post for thinking this was worth writing. Well, oh, no, no, is, it, 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 got, it got views. It got it a got shitload of views. So the thing is, in terms yeah. of the, the classic tabloid, the post actually knocked it out of the fucking park on, the, on this article. Because it got people to read it and get pissed off and pass it to their friends. And say, Isn't this guy awful? Yes, this guy's awful. Men are awful. Everyone's awful. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should go legit outrage. I'm very fucking torn on this one, Sandy. How do you feel? Well, no, I think it's fake outrage because you shouldn't i don't I, I think the whole thing is confusing i don't understand what this guy was why that if he if he wanted someone of quality and substance why was he dating models in but the first bro place? they're hot right no that's that's the whole explanation yeah but then you're you're not gonna get the, the and then he's like they he found them somewhat you know he they were like they didn't have the greatest personality you know but yeah that's you're not gonna have a great conversation these, with the model at some point you're not you're in two different these worlds. aren't like again these are nothing none of this is groundbreaking none of this is yes. groundbreaking i'm not saying that you can't be brilliant and be a model because there are those two um but like that's not that's not the norm you're not gonna you know it's kind of hit or miss there that's a unicorn right yeah exactly are you guys now saying that smart people aren't attractive is that where we just went to I don't know. I mean, Sandy calls me. No, pretty. I'm saying that if you if you want like if you want someone that you're going to connect with, um, then they probably need to be part of more of part of your world. You know, like this guy's in private equity, so you know someone in like business, someone in finance. Um, you know, that's how you're going to connect. And then someone who's a little more mature. So like if you're if you're if you're 19 year old bombshell, you have no fucking life experiences that like regular people have, and you can't you haven't you probably haven't developed a lot of the stuff of like being like trustworthy and being like reliable and having like, you know, having to oh, do and stuff those are on skills own. that people like that don't develop because guys give them all the breaks in the world right. until they're fucking, you know, however, whatever I've, age. I've 
dated one or two of these finance dudes, though, just, you know, out of curiosity. Did you get any sweet handbags out of it? I didn't. Oh, I did get some really nice dinners, though. Um, yeah. But the thing is, I could see them not wanting to have a connection with the girl. In yes. fact, usually the thing they disliked about me most was that I had an opinion about things. Yeah, right. I mean, you could hang. Yeah, yeah. And, and so it wasn't very appealing to them. That Wait, y'all, I got this chick, she reads books. What the fuck's up with what that shit? What the fuck? That's crazy. Fucking bitch. And the thing is, that, like, anything I would say... The, the one finance dude in particular was really smart. And so he would have to challenge me on everything. And then at one point I allowed him to be around my friends and I like made fun of him for his shirt or something. And we had not been to get, we had probably been in the same room maybe four times, five times. And he, he got outraged by my picking on him for this. And he says to my friends, she always does this, doesn't she? Uh. And they were like, what are you even talking about? But it was just so, he couldn't understand why a woman would make fun of him. Like how, how oh, so this guy, he was, he, he didn't want a woman to be an equal. He wanted like the cheerleader. Right. He just he, wanted a woman to look pretty, sit yeah. next to him and shut up. Yeah. And, right. Look what I got, bro. The thing is, this guy was complaining because he found these women flighty, selfish, and vapid. So if you don't want flighty, selfish, and vapid, what the fuck? Then don't fucking. Well, you need to meet somebody who compliments you. And these these women didn't compliment him in the way he was looking for, because they were taller than five two or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I <laughs> I agree with you. This article is a goddamn mess. But I think the <laughs> fact that they wrote this. And this is straight up media driven outrage because they wrote this article with the intention of pissing people off and having people talk about it. And hey, they're successful because we had to fucking do it on the show because it was something that, you know, originated with the intention of it. I, I would say that's why I'm going fake outrage. That being said, be outraged at douches who treat women like shit and women who, you know, only take guys for their money. Be outraged at them. Okay. Just in general, and the culture. They're all shit people, okay? I, I just, but the I article, like, specifically, fake outrage. I like the chick that he's dating. I don't know why she posed for this article, because her whole, like, role in this article is to not... She's not totally hot. Like, that's her... <laughs> yeah, that's the first <laughs> thing I thought her. with this. I was like, that poor woman! They even call her merely beautiful. <laughs> they use the word... They use the modifier <laughs> merely to describe her beauty. Well, I think, I think part of it, too, didn't they mention that she's a president of some, like, fucking matchmaking company or something? like her mom oh, yes, owns it she yes. runs it so it might be an exposure thing she'll be like oh fuck it i'll be in the post and people google my shitty company yes yeah at least she's smart yeah i'm tell. sure she is she's a keeper she's a definite she's president keeper. of a fucking company of well course done dan rothschild yeah. she's you, only five two but she's a president of a company so she, she he, she's acceptable she meets the barely acceptable range for mr finance yeah. douche you, her your vagina clearly her vagina is not vacuous she has a very tight uh, Yet she can afford lots of handbags, so I don't know if you're. Uh, oh, my your theory, theory might not work then. No, but she's not buying them. See, she's like wearing these, like she's wearing these ripped jeans. Oh, right, because she's you know because she's secure she's in her vagina. She's kind human. of okay. Okay, Caitlin, how do you feel about this article and the delivery? Just let let us have it. You know, uh, I'm I I don't say I wouldn't say that I'm outraged in general because, like you said, let them do what the fuck they're gonna do. It's exactly. really not going to affect me, and I have no intention of dating these men anymore. My experiment is over. I've done it. <laughs> I've known that they're not worth my time, so I don't. Yeah, I guess it's fake outrage. Can we talk about one more part of this article that fuck I thought yeah, was we interesting? Because um, they so they tried to like study this, and they said that researchers looked at the top twenty actresses on IMDb and found that they tend to have rocky marriages. Yeah, um, that's... In, in another study, so much... women were asked to judge the attractiveness of 238 men based on their high school yearbook photos. The men who were judged to be the best looking at higher rates of divorce. Bad I science. A, there's a... What? That's bad science. It is, but it does touch on... Is it fake news? That's fake news. <laughs> it, it touches on, I think, the, I think this article is trying to get to a larger point, which is interesting. What could be interesting is if, if do attractive people... Um, do they have shittier love lives because they they are always they're not satisfied with what they have they think they could do better something like that so much to unpack there well I think attractive people generally speaking have more options and that might have something to do with the attract the whole like rocky marriage yeah. thing because there's a point where you have, thing, when you like, have more choices for something it reduces your happiness actually that they they've done that study yeah so I guess that applies to this mm -hmm. what, what's the old Chris Rock thing like men are as faithful as their options right. It's like that, I think. And Perfect I think, line. you know, because a guy like that is dating women who also have all these options. So no shit, he wasn't happy. I do wonder, though, if this, this article, I think I had said this to you originally, is trying to 
play to an audience that is too smart to actually want to read the article. Like it's trying to say to people who are unattractive, it's okay. People are starting to realize that you're actually all right. But if you're attractive, oh. if you're if you're unattractive and smart, you're probably not reading the post, right? Well, the post isn't actually known for the high intellect of their uh, <laughs> their articles. Exactly, right. but that's what I'm saying. They wrote an article yeah. that was supposed to appeal to people who probably won't read it. And I mean, I guess it could mm. be the ugly trolls who read the post. I don't necessarily think the post. Well, I has think a ugly super people in general read more, right? I feel like <laughs> ugly people what? Ugly people read more because. Right. Oh, because they don't have real things to do. They have to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Isn't that? I don't know anything yes. about ugly people. I'm not ugly, so. <laughs> yeah, I we need we need to interview some <laughs> ugly people for the show. Uh, yeah. We're all pretty here. Um, damn pretty in this room. Yeah, I don't. That's an interesting. Hey, point. people are paying to see me naked. So you're saying Woo! that the article was a swing and a miss because they wrote it for people that don't read the post. Yeah. I would say that's so. That's an interesting theory. Well, yeah, because, you know, this might have been one of those things that got passed around to a bunch of people that don't normally read the post. Right. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I, uh, I mean, it's an interesting I angle, I suppose. We're talking about it, so. Yeah. Well, I think also th there, there's the, the jealousy sense. I think that there's, because I think there's some people uh, that read this. And to a, you know, I, I try not to get jealous of people, but when you're reading an article about a guy who you look at and you go, this guy's a douche. Oh, what's that? He gets to bang a bunch of hot chicks and he's getting married in the Hamptons for, in a few months. Wow. That like, it's impossible to not get like a little jealous of that. Yeah. You know, what I mean? as a dude, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, he's a douche. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about this. But yeah, the article tapped into a lot of those emotions that we feel when we talk about the dating world. We talk about, fucking jealousy or like you were saying, trying to uh, measure up or appeal to people right. to say, Oh, you know, don't worry, ugly people, your time is coming or fucking whatever. Society will accept you soon. Exactly. So, uh, fake outrage. We'll wrap that one up right there. And before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Miss Rupert. Yes. Is there anything you're currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? The thing I'm mad about was the the spanking thing because that's the most recent thing that I, I had an argument about and just kids in general and the fact that people are just raising children that are assholes yeah. and have no manners. Mm. Kids don't have manners anymore. Asshole children. Yeah. No, I, I work at a very high-end establishment and you'd be amazed. Like I deal with like the 1% to their faces sometimes and you'd be amazed the way that like, uh, and when I say like high-end, I mean like, presidents of other countries and like yeah there was this guy i don't know what the fuck his name was some i don't want to name names but this super super rich guy who like was like the you know some oil baron whatever some some fucking country and his like five-year-old kid would walk up to me and start pointing at me ordering me around like i'm his fucking slave yeah oh and i just God. look at him like really like come on man and that that's the problem though that's the thing that's happening is that yeah and not it's not just the rich kids it's everybody oh it's not everybody spent. it's it's not even a wealth thing it's Every kid is, and that's got back to the individual snowflake thing where every kid is essentially in charge and the head of their household. And it's not, that's not safe for a kid. It doesn't make sense. And also they're not pleasant to be around. Like there are certain wordages you have to use when you're raising children. And a lot of times when my kid is throwing a hissy fit or just being generally an asshole, what I do is I turn to How him. How old is this kid? Uh, my kids that I raise are six and nine. And they're assholes. And they're already. assholes. So they're These not are the kids you nanny for, not your kids. Oh, yeah, yeah not sorry. The, confusion. the kids that I nanny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have children, um, which is another reason people are like, your opinion doesn't matter. You don't have children. I've been working with kids for 15 oh, years. Oh, fuck that. My four summers at a kid's camp gives me all the right in the world to shit on your kids. Because it's, yeah, like, well. it's like, you have one. I used to take care of 10 at a time exactly. in public at like the water park and shit. But that's my thing. I'm like, I've been raising children for 15 years. I have had kids with with developmental issues. I've had kids who wet the bed. I've had all sorts of kids and I've been through every sort of thing. And for you to sit there after two years of raising a kid and tell me you think you know more because if you're a guy, you put some sperm in a woman or if you're a woman, you pushed it out of your vagina. That doesn't mean you know your how vacuous to, vagina. Your vacuous vagina. That doesn't mean you know how to raise children. It means that you, you know, created something that you're proud of and that's fine. Well, we touched on this earlier. Like there's no audition to be a parent. It's just you fuck and it happens. Right. You know, like there's, you have to have a license to drive a car or a jet ski, yeah. but you don't have to have one to fuck. If 
If just there should be a there should there should be a fucking license though. Come there to think should of it, be. if just pushing you should out have to a go kid, to, you have to go like they should teach it to you in high school. You know, like when you're you sixteen. See, no, you have to go see. You get, right. First, you get your fuckers permit. You can only fuck with like other like being supervised by other no, people. First, you get like it's like driving. You get like a hand job permit to start with, right? And then you work your way up. You know, yeah, yeah. And then you can only fuck with like other people there watching you. You know, like and then telling you like that you would know, get weird. Yeah, then that, you then you have to go. Weird. Then you have to get your license so someone has to watch you fuck and make someone, sure you're doing well, it right. Yeah, and after you've been fucking for two or three years, then you can be an instructor and you can be the one that watches as other newbies fuck to help them out, right? But this there should because the, there how many bad fuckers are out there? You know, like the I, I don't know the See, sexual cliven of the people who you know you can't parallel park and keep their blinker on. <laughs> Imagine if we all were taught in high school, we'd all be a man. That is amazing sex. You know what's funny? Oh, we, we talked about this uh, on on the show before about how like we wish we got taught things about women earlier in life in high school. Yeah, yeah. They We're should back make there. a new class. We should do it. Man. Anyway, that's, it. My, that's my private school. I'm gonna have a, the, open up a private school. We're gonna have fucking permits. We're also gonna have a, what were the other permits? Send school of cock. Right. Well, here's joke the, stolen from the forty year old virgin. Anyway, here's the uh, thing. Back if, to Caitlin. If all you had to do to know how to raise a child was was push it out your vagina or, or what have you, we wouldn't have shows like Sixteen and Pregnant. Right. Right. No. Now, but you were about to make a point, and that you're like, when I see a kid who's acting like a diva, and then oh yeah, uh, so wh- the thing the thing I say to my nine year old is I say, I need you to go in the other room right now and not be around me and not talk to me because you are very unpleasant to be around. <laughs> and that's like, but it's it's the thing where it's a reflection of what they're going to find socially. It's fucking awful. But it's like it's like a nice way of them learning that if if they behave a certain way. Nobody's gonna want to be around them. People are really against timeout now, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even call it timeout. I, I will put a kid in their room and I'll say, Wait, kids are being raised so soft that you can't give them a timeout. No, you can't give timeouts anymore, and you can't, you can't call it a timeout, and you can't call it discipline. Oh God! Wait, what are you talking? No what do you mean? wonder. What, oh, what do you parents mean? don't like the word discipline. They don't like timeouts. They okay. don't like punishment. They say, Oh, we don't punish our children. But I um, and that's why they get, fucking grow up to be offended by individual words that aren't hurting anybody. Exactly. But so what I oh, do is I put kids God in the room. I say you're unpleasant to be around right now. And I'll say they can come out when they're calm, but they can come out whenever they want. Like, I, I don't have a time restriction. I don't have a, oh, you, uh, you can't come out. But if they're, they come out and they're still acting like an asshole, I say, no, you get back in there. This is what if not- they're like, no, fuck you. I'm not going back in there. You're not my real mommy. <laughs> oh, well, that, I'm <laughs> go get a boyfriend. You need a boyfriend. Why aren't you married? <laughs> no one likes you, you cold bitch. <laughs> what if they said this stuff? That's Your the vagina is vacuous. China's <laughs> vacuous. That's the other key to uh, getting them early. I'm still bigger than them. <laughs> right, but if you can't, you so can't your outrage is at, out a little you can bit. pick them up and put them back in there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, so your good. outrage is at soft parents. My outrage is at soft parents. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna go like legit it. outrage with you on that yes. one. Yes. Fuck soft yes, parents because they, they grew up to be fucking social justice warriors and shit. Yeah, you gotta teach kids. They have to earn their. They have to earn to yeah. the right to have their opinion by doing some research on their subject and having some knowledge. Exactly. And, yeah. No, no fake the, news. Earn whatever, whatever they have. They have to. They have to. They just. It's not just bequeathed onto you. That's right. Take it from Sandeep Sen, Doctor Sandeep Sen, and all his big words. It's a good yes. place to end for today. Uh, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Behave, boys and girls. Um, you can follow us anytime you'd like at Fake Outrage Rept. Email us if you'd like at the Fake Outrage Report at gmail.com. You can follow Caitlin Rupert online at. Oh, you can just do my Facebook. Oh, and I have a Twitter, but. Yeah, I, I barely fucking use mine too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Boy, what is your What is your Twitter handle? Uh, I, I think it's know. Rupert Caitlin. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Caitlin with a C. Yeah, with a C A I T L I N. There we go. Dr. Sandeep, any parting thoughts? Um, keep those vaginas tight. That's right. And don't fuck finance guys for the love of God.